Welcome to the Dream Mason Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Terranova. A Dream Mason is a person who's brave enough to declare they have a dream and committed enough to do the work to build it. I know we all have a Dream Mason inside of us, and my dream for this podcast is to support us by giving us a glimpse inside the hearts and minds of leaders, creators, and innovators to help us unleash our inner Dream Mason. Because your dreams don't build themselves. What is up? Welcome to the Dream Mason podcast. Before we get started on this episode of The Bricks, I got to give a quick shout out to our guest, but to our friend, to my friend, to my colleague, to someone who has become just so much more entrenched and empowered in my life and someone who I deeply connect with. Christina, congratulations on your engagement. Listeners, Christina got engaged last night. So if you want to share some shout outs and congratulations, I'm sure she would love that. She and her fiance, Paul, are awesome, fun, playful, and powerful human beings. And I'm just so happy for them. And I'm so happy that I get to share this on here. Congratulations, Christina. We're going to jump into an episode of The Bricks. And because you got engaged yesterday, there's a special little outtake at the end of this episode. So I hope you guys stick around. I hope you take value from this episode. I hope you use what we give you in your life to further your dreams, to take on your goals. And I hope you have a little laugh at the end with an outtake from an earlier episode that we recorded. Congratulations, Christina. I love you. I wish you and Paul the best. And here we go, another episode of The Bricks. This is a exciting topic that we're going to touch on today on the Dream Mason podcast. And I am really excited to have an awesome friend, colleague, someone who I am always quick to bounce ideas off of and get supported by and just simply share my life with, Christina Stathopoulos. Did I get it? Nailed it. Nailed it. (laughs) Christina is a, well, why don't you introduce yourself? Yeah, totally. So uh, he already got the name right, but my name is Christina. I am a life and leadership coach for women. I run my own private practice called Hear Her Roar. And in addition to that, I love training new coaches through accomplishment coaching. Awesome. Thanks. I'm really excited you're here. Like I said in the intro, um, Christina and I have a great, we've, we have created and built an awesome relationship where we get to, to support each other, uh, brainstorm together, and, and really kind of support each other's growth and businesses. And today, I was thinking about the scary versus supportive. And what I mean by that is there's people out there that have goals and dreams and they share them with everyone. And then there's people out there that have goals and dreams and they share them with no one. And they're like locked up in their little diary and they like keep it on them at all times. And there's just these two different sides. And there's probably people that fall somewhere in the middle. What do you see in your life, in your practice? Like what's the, is there a, is there a good way or a better way? Oh, totally. So I think when you start talking about you know, letting people into your secret diary, like the first thing that comes up for me is why it might be scary. Um, 
like I know just looking in my own life, when people ask me to hold them accountable to things like the friend that wants me to text them every day to make sure that they go to the gym or, you know, whatever the case may be, I notice that my default's kind of like, I'm not going to do that because once I do it, that gives you permission to do it for me. And once you come back to my stuff, you're going to realize I'm not actually doing the things that I say that I want to do. That's so funny. I think, yeah. Like I think to your point, is it scary or, or is it supportive? My guess or my assertion is that most people out there definitely see it as scary or they're willing to let people off the hook because that gives us an excuse to let ourselves off the hook, you know? Yeah. I'm thinking about all the times where I've asked clients, you know, how are we going to hold them accountable to the thing or what are they going to do? And they just like, don't want to answer or they don't <laughs> have an answer. I'm also thinking about myself when I do it, when my coach says, Hey, so what, what declaration are you going to make around this? And I'm like, no, if I, if I say it, then I have to do it. But what's crazy is, right, that's what I hired him for. That's what people hire us for is to actually do that. <laughs> God forbid he does his job. Right? Yeah. I'm thinking about also, you know, when I finished the first draft of my book, I really believe that I finished it because I made it a public declaration. I had... I mean, you were one of the people that knew that I was working on, but I would say at least 20 people knew I was working on a book, at mm -hmm. least 20 people. And now look, I was pretty, um, I want to say aware or focused on who I was telling. I didn't just run around like with a sign, like on the side of the road, like, Hey, I'm writing a book. Here's my information. No, that like, who cares about that? It doesn't make any sense. But I told people specifically that I knew loved me, supported me, that would actually hold me accountable, that would be like, hey, did you write today? Mm -hmm. And I know that, that that public declaration actually gave me a really powerful push and pressure, but pressure in a good way. Like when you're lifting weights and you actually feel it versus the pain of it, which I think could be if you told your friend who's super unsupportive of things you do. Right, absolutely. I think to your point, what starts to make you realize it's not as scary as you first thought is 90% of the projects I share, I am overwhelmed by how excited people are to root for me, cheer for me, support me, help me follow through on the things that I say that I want. Like, I think we've made up in our heads more often than not that there are going to be people that show up and aren't happy for you. And like, with that being said, there are going to be people that are in the ladder. Like I know you mentioned you've had some unsupportive friends. Like this past year, I went on, you know, my own personal weight loss journey. I lost 25 pounds wow. and I had some of those friends where, you know, when I'd see them in public and order a healthier meal, cause that's what I would commit was committed to. They would make kind of jabbing remarks underneath their breath. Or if we were just going out, they'd start talking about kale and ask me about the benefits of kale, you know, just like <laughs> really like snooty, funny things that people do. And, you know, my gut reaction was to be like, Oh my God, I must be that obnoxious and that much of a jerk that they need to like point to me caring about this weight loss thing. But what it comes down to is it has nothing to do with me. You know, like they, like, they're just people who point and pick at it because they don't necessarily see it as possible for themselves. Like maybe they also want to be on some kind of body transformation journey or just in general, they want to be able to hold themselves self accountable to something and they just don't have the willpower for it. So they just, the default is to pick at it in other people, you know? I love that. I, I, I personally connect with that so much when I, you know, when I, 
I changed my life three years ago so dramatically. And I didn't know what I was doing when I did it. I just knew, and I think there's a lot of people out there that feel like this. They know something doesn't work. They're sitting in their job that they maybe don't love or like. They're, maybe they're in a relationship they don't love or like. Maybe they live in a town they don't love or like, whatever it is. But there's people out there that like, their lives are fine, but they're not working like powerfully. Mm-hmm. And I had a moment where, and I was just like, life woke me up. It was like, you can't live like this anymore. And I knew I had to change it, but I didn't know what that meant. And when I started to change it, and I started to do things like, hey, I'm just going to be positive. And at the time, I was in the restaurant hospitality business, which is, is a grinding business. I would say it doesn't have the reputation on the inside of being uber positive or uber possibility oriented. It's a very safe scarcity kind of based business. I remember coming into work and being positive no matter what. That was one of my first commitments. Like, I'm going to be positive no matter what happens. I'm going to find the gold in bad situations. And I would get made fun of it for it. Oh, here comes Alex, Mr. Inspirational, Inspirational Alex, Mr. Positive. (laughs) And me at a different point in my life might have abandoned that thing. I just knew I couldn't, probably where you were like, hey, I'm going to lose this weight no matter what. Like, I couldn't keep living the way I was. And so what I did, which was just, I guess, lucky because I didn't know what I was doing and I was just kind of going with it, was I actually embraced it. And Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, Inspirational Alex. And that's my new Instagram name. (laughs) And I kind of just took the, and I don't don't actually mean that these people were like being mean or like really, I think they were being playful. And I think that there was some part of them that also actually wants to change their lives and in some way, shape or form. But I actually rode that wave instead of pushing against it which I think so many of us do, we, we push against the opposition instead of just rolling with it. And as I rolled with it, it suddenly just became normal and fine. And when people started saying things, all of a sudden I heard it as a compliment. Mm. Yeah, you know, I think my big takeaway in you sharing that is like, we're talking about how to make accountability supportive versus scary. Um, and what I hear in what you're saying is that it's actually it doesn't just need like the support doesn't just need to look like the person that is going to cheer you on. It could actually just look like how you're going to hold yourself accountable to it and transform it in that way. And that's really cool. What are your favorite ways to be accountable for either you or your clients? So I mean, our relationship, I would say is probably one of my favorite ways to be held accountable. Like just having colleagues in my life that, give a damn about what I'm doing, know what I'm up to. Like, I think once you and I were having a conversation where you felt like you knew my future vision better than I did, or like better than you knew your own vision, just because that's how willing I am to put on loudspeaker and share with people in the coaching community what it is that I want to be creating. So like having those people that get it and root for it. I love that. And ask you about it. For me, hearing somebody say, hey, how's it going with your book? Did you write today? And not from a place of like, you're, I'm in trouble, but hey, just like they're checking in. Somebody that actually cares about me and I know they're actually doing it because they know that's the thing that I said I wanted. I think that's huge, being reminded of what you said you wanted. The other thing for me is I'm, I am uh, create consequences that support other goals. I actually got this from a friend of our, both of ours, another, another great coach, Robbie, who... Mm. I had always created consequences in my, for myself. Like if I don't write for two hours today, then no Netflix. Or if I don't go to yoga, then no eating out. Simple things. And she took it another step, which was brilliant. 
which was make your consequences support your other goals. Mm. So if you have a goal to get healthier and you have a goal to write a book, if you don't write a book, you have to do something that you necessarily don't want to do that will push your health project more forward. So like you hate hot yoga, but you didn't write. Well, now you got to go do hot yoga. <laughs> Brilliant, right? That's amazing. Because, yeah, it's, I, 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 sometimes we create rewards for things and we do the opposite. We'll say like, well, if I write, I get to eat pizza. But that actually impacts our health project. Mm-hmm. Which isn't, now we're like kind of fighting against ourselves. So we're winning in one area and losing in the other or maybe losing in both. Do you have any, anything that you would leave, any um, books, videos, anything that you would leave anyone with as a way to help them with accountability, structures, visibility, anything like that? Pause for dramatic effect. (laughs) Yeah, so this isn't actually a resource so much as it is a visual display. One thing that makes a huge difference for me as juvenile as it sounds is I love making sticker charts. Like, (laughs) I know it's, it's, we're going back to grade school, but it really works. Like what actually helped me keep track of staying in shape and hitting the calories I wanted to cut out and all those different things was I would actually print out a calendar and put stickers on the days that I did the things that I said I was going to do. And what's cool about it is to your point, we talk about consequence, but most people think of consequences. I need to punish myself and beat myself up. And stickers are so lighthearted and fun that it holds me accountable. And it still reminds me that this was a thing that I chose and it doesn't need to be like a whip myself and lash at myself when I don't get it right, you know? That's great. I don't know that I'll be doing sticker charts, but I actually, I do something similar when I'm writing is I create essentially a poster board and I cross out the boxes on days that I wrote. And same thing, it's just a way to, for me to actually hold myself accountable. The other thing that I thought of for me has been the biggest game changer is actually my schedule. Mm-hmm. It's creating a, not a schedule from, let me, I should actually just say that like I was somebody who never had a schedule. I was opposed to a schedule. A schedule like takes away my freedom. Now I have to be a slave to this thing. And when I had the breakthrough that, wait a minute, my schedule actually makes freedom possible through my commitments, I can actually create freedom because I can all do the things I want to do, which will create the freedom. It changed everything. So now I really plug like my whole life into my schedule. Uh, now I don't put in, hey, a meal because I'm, I'm pretty reliable to get my well-being needs taken care of. But I put in writing time, creative time, client times, yoga times. I put in all the things that actually that I'm committed to And then from there, I don't actually have to choose. The choice has already been made. And then Mm -hmm. I just have to actually generate the action to fulfill on the thing that was already in my schedule. Awesome. Christina, how do people uh, reach out to you and connect with you? How do they hear you roar? Well, thanks for asking. If you want to reach out to me and, you know, chat some more, figure out why I'm better than Alex, you can uh, (laughs) find me on my website, hearherroar.net. You can email me at christina at hearherwar.net or I could pretend that Alex is still my friend and you could just reach out to him and he can connect the two of us. You do know me and I'm a dream mason. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thanks, Christina. It was awesome having you on. Thanks for your support of the podcast, of me and all that I'm up to and uh, for just being a good friend and colleague. Woo, on to the next. Thanks. All right.
we can start. I'm still recording, but we can just jump we right in. We did a brick. We made a brick. <laughs> that was one brick. This is recording. This is all going to go on the outtakes. You should. Um, Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of the Dream Mason Podcast. Please subscribe to the Dream Mason Podcast so you don't miss an episode. Share it with a friend and give us a review on iTunes. I am grateful to have had you here. If you want more, you can follow or reach out to me, Alex Terranova, on Instagram at inspirationalalex or at thedreammason.com or email me at alex at thedreammason.com. And remember, you are a dream mason because your dreams don't build themselves.